Hey everyone, it's Robert from the So So Scrutiny Podcast. I got my co-host over there, Corey Stocks. Hey, look at that chimney. It's got a bunch of socks. <laughs> you know, because like Christmas like stockings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure out a sentence how to end on socks. You know. I like it. Thanks. Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas. Well, you know, I was I said this before. I like saying happy holidays because right now it's not Christmas. I say Merry Christmas on Christmas. Yeah. It's stupid to say it on what's today? The twentieth. Twentieth. Yeah. Still got five days. Yeah. Happy holidays to everybody. Thanks for everyone for listening. We know you have so many podcasts out there to listen to, and the fact that you take your time out to listen to our dumb voices for an hour or so. We really appreciate it. It's been so much fun doing this. Yeah. Um, what been- is this? Our second Christmas episode, yeah. Episode. If you want yeah. some more Christmas of with Corey and Robert, go back a year. We, we talked about some gifts and stuff and I yeah. Forget. Yeah, we, we're getting to the point where we're like, oh, let's do this on the show. We're like, oh, shit, we did that last year. Yeah, good thing we have the outlines. <laughs> but who, who remembers? Um, cool. Yeah, we're uh, going to talk some Christmas stuff. Um, oh, that was a really short song. Perfect. There it is. Hit, hit me with some more Christmas music, Corey. You got some good uh, fucking metal Christmas. Let's get in the mood. Oh, by the way, that was uh, Four Years Strong. Fuck Yeah. Fuck yeah, Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to do... Um, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> we're talking about um, a couple Christmas streams that we watched. Right. Uh, we're also going to talk about Mando. We know that's all on your mind. And if you haven't seen it, stop listening now. Go watch all of it. And then come, and then come back. back, please, because we're going to spoil the shit out of it. Because... It's way funner that way. It'll be your gift to us if you go back, watch it, and then and, listen to us. And then our gift to you of all the spoilers. Nice. Um, uh, and then a- we're going to talk about top 20 worst gifts people have received. I found, like, a list of them, and it, they're pretty funny. I bet you fruitcake's on there. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and then gifts from movies and TV that we always wanted. Yeah. Because I know we all watched a Christmas movie and was like, shit, I want to so cop cool. that. I want that. I really want that. Yeah, and then of course some um, holiday Mad Libs, which is the tradition. Yeah, that's that's one thing we remembered from last year. Yeah, which we're gonna continue. I don't, you know, we should do uh, like a, maybe a Valentine's and a St. Patrick's Day and absolutely, July. yeah, a holidays themed because they are kind of fun. All right, what have you been up to, man? Teaching. It was my last uh, week teaching. last week. Yeah, <laughs> teaching, and um, on Friday, yesterday, no, two days ago. Going, it's crazy how fast time goes by, but on Friday it was our last day before break, so taking three, I get three weeks off and go back three after three weeks, weeks. Three paid weeks, right? Yes. Basically. And then my um, Liz has two weeks, so I'll be in bed, you uh, know, a week after her, just like, ah. Does that mean you no have work. an extra week at the end of the year? Is that how, like, they usually balance that out? Yeah. At yeah. the end of the year, she starts summer a week earlier than I do. I was watching The West Wing recently, and uh, one of the presidential candidates on the, whatever, one of the guys mentions that, how many days of the year do you teach? 
180 something? 180, yeah. They proposed 240. How would you feel about that? 240 days? Because they're, they're, they were comparing it to Europe. A lot of European countries do that. And how they're way more advanced than us. And I think China have, does that. And, it would know. have to be structured in a way where we get breaks, though. Like, Oh, you teachers need a break? Well, I mean, the kids. Not the teacher, the kids, too. The kids, like. Oh, they need breaks? <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> to process what the information. What other job requires, other than government jobs? I think that's, like, the only thing. I think learning's a little bit different, though, because, like, in order to retain information, like, we Fuck forget. Fuck them kids. The curve of forgetting, sir. We, we forget things heard, really fast. I heard so. that they uh, finally got rid of snow days since Zoom is now a thing. Snow, like, we don't doubt that in California, but yeah. East Coast, like, there's snow days and where kids just don't go to school, and it's, like, the best thing in the year. Best, best, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, there it is. I was looking oh, for you. We're going to talk about it in a second. Um, but I guess they're going to get rid of that now. No more snow days for kids, so. <laughs> Now, yeah. now, now you know how it feels to be on the West I just, Coast. 280 days would burn me 240. out. Or 240 would burn me out. Like, it just, it's a, that's a but lot. What, but what about the other countries now, though? Like, that are... Well, they've adjusted to it. We'd have to do it for a while and get adjusted to it, but... I'm, I'm for it. These kids, <laughs> they need more teaching. Get them off the streets. Anyways, I was just curious. I was, yeah. I was like, oh, I wonder what Corey and Liz thought about that. Uh, I've been busy. I've been. This has been the busiest December of my like film career since I started. Usually December is like just some things, but it's usually pretty dead. For, yeah. At least for me. Um, but I've been busy all month. I uh, since last week I worked on a Toyota kind of commercial. Ooh, I'm liking this music. Uh, <laughs> then out of nowhere. Of course, August Burns uh, Red, man. It was a. It wasn't really a commercial. It probably won't even be online. I probably won't even be able to watch it. It's for SEMA. Do you know what SEMA is? I don't. SEMA is the world's largest car convention, and they usually have it in Las Vegas. I think this time, but because of COVID, it's not going to happen. So a lot of these car companies, all these, they're all making cars still. That's yeah. Not, they're not stopping doing that, but they need to like release them to their investors and show people. So they need to make these videos. <clears throat> so we went out to uh, Thousand Oaks, way out there, um, to this really cool studio ranch. I think it's called Canyon Ranch Studio. Yeah. I've been there one other time for uh, this really cool um, Crypt TV. Well, it's not really cool. It's kind of cheap and cheesy, but it's it's called uh, Dream Screechers. Remember oh, yeah. On that? It's like this fun little horror movie. It's online, YouTube. Um, my friend Daniel produced it. And uh, so I'd, I'd remember it. It's a really cool spot. Like, I would love to get married there. Like, this place is not only to film, but this place is just so cool. It's got multiple cabins and, like, a little Main Street thing with, like, a general store and uh, yeah. a gas station. And and, it was, and then it goes up into the hills, and you can go into, like, this little valley where we were. It was, we took these Toyota trucks up off-roading and stuff. And then they had these really cool Supras. So they're, like, basically Toyota's, like, race car. And they were all hand-built kind of thing one of them was like hand painted it was it was fucking cool um just long and then uh yesterday um i'm actually kind of in the middle of it tomorrow i'm doing drop-offs for it but yesterday was really cool i got to hang out with will i am all day oh yeah well not all day i didn't really even like talk to him he was really quiet and i was kind of busy but um we got it's for mercedes amg it's like they're souped up mercedes and i guess they're gonna do some online show about celebrities owning amgs or something and he owns fucking three of them and dang dude he owns weird ass cars too like he 
I couldn't, there was like absolutely no video or photos at yeah. all on set. Sometimes it's like, there's cool card, like the Toyota thing. They didn't care that we took photos. It's, they wanted us to take photos and spread this, but for some reason, Will I am and his team were like, no, no. And But he had this weird fucking, I don't even know how to describe it. The, the only way to describe it is like something out of the Dick Tracy movie. Remember how ridiculous yeah. that movie was? It looks like this giant Rolls Royce weird shaped maybe out of Batman I don't yeah. know but it was really cool and yeah we were at, the, at his studio which was really it, it, that studio was like walking into the future like I wish I could have taken video of like walking through it was all LED lit it was all white with these cool like Dr. Seuss trees everywhere and rocks and it was just it blew my mind it was, yeah and he, 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 it's a big property too It's it's got like three Amazing. Studios. Is that where he lives and stuff? Or? No, I don't think so. Okay, it's just um, his studio. Yeah. Got it. I'm sure he owns some mansion. Yes, yeah, dude's sure. worth like I look. I looked it up. He's worth like 75 million dollars. Oh so yeah, um, yeah. We drove around um, some of the city, and then at one point we had to get some B-roll, and they threw a bunch of cameras on this Jeep, and I got to drive around LA by myself with these cameras rolling, just getting street stuff, and that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah. So I've been busy. And then I got actually one more music video coming up this week with director Caleb. I forget his last name. Sorry, Caleb. Uh, and it's for this band called, or it's a DJ, Lilium. Lilium. He just he just put out that Angel and Airways remix. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, I did. My, friends, my friend Kyle directed that video. And now this is uh, another Lilium thing. I don't know. So, yeah, I've been busy, man. Very lucky. All right, let's. Oh, we didn't do our unofficial sponsors. Um, let's get this one out of the way. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. We're drinking some Kim Crawford. Yeah, delicious. Sauvignon Blanc. Ah, it's so good. Yeah, Always I like it. Get the Sauvignon Blanc from New Zealand. Don't get the California shit. California doesn't know shit about Sauvignon Blancs. <laughs> Anything New Zealand. And then we're also drinking. Well, I you finished yours. Oh, this is yours. I'm sorry. No, this. No, is I mine. finished. You finished yours. Uh, coffee code. Love, me, love us some coffee code. I'm drinking the Americano, and you had a classic oat milk latte. That's the thing. You ever think about going outside of... That's You always get that. I should try something different. It's been a minute since I got an Americano. I got, I got. Sometimes I'll get, like, the cinnamon... Like You don't like cold coffee? Cinnamon latte. I, I'm not really into cold coffee. I like cold brew a lot, like, with the All little right. splash of something, but... Not super into like the lattes cold. I don't know. Hmm. Like espresso, I like it hot. Eh, I like it cold. Even though I got, I did get a hot Americano because it was cold this morning, but I yeah. am more of an ice guy. Because it, with hot, it gets cold. Like it there's does, only like this yeah. little window where it's really good. Cold, it's just cold all the time. It's pretty yeah, great. Cool. All right. Unofficial sponsors. Let's get into uh, some streams. Let's talk about the uh, NFG ones. Can you throw some, is there any NFG Christmas music you can throw on? There is. Let me look it up. So, yeah, he watched the NFG one. I want to watch it, but I don't think I'll have enough time. But we did just finish watching the Four Year Strong one literally right before we started recording. So it's nice and fresh. Even though I do like that August Burns Red. So, break us down this newfound glory thing. So, I didn't really know what to expect. I bought tickets to it because I love newfound glory. and um, Me too. And I got, like, I ordered a Christmas sweater, too. It hasn't come yet, but when it comes, it's going to be awesome. Um, and they 
you know, they I didn't really know what to expect. They said there's going to be skits and, like, little, like, intermissions where they do fun things, cooking and stuff like that, baking. Um, and so I was like, oh, awesome. I want to check it out. And then, like, come to find out, it's like their their songs are like music videos, basically. But it's all set in one place. Like, they wear, they put on different clothes and they'll play a song yeah. but it's it's totally like a music video i saw clips on instagram yeah. and it kind of bummed me out but it worked for this it i worked. think it's actually i actually think they could and i want them to put this on a dvd sell it as like a like yeah, a, it's weird that like especially in the four year strong one like it's only up for 48 hours and it's yeah. gone. Like, yeah. Well, this one's up until the day after Christmas. Oh, it's still but is Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll have a chance to, chance to watch it. But I really like it. It It's like sing-along-y. Like, yeah. I feel like if, if you know, once our daughter comes and stuff, it's really fun, cute. Like, and then they have these skits in the middle where, um, like, Cyrus, their drummer, is, like, cooking, co- baking cookies. Like, and legitim- he's like, Legitimately or, like... Well, he Fun. mixes everything. Like, he it, actually makes the cookies. Yeah, it's yeah. Like a little comedy on top. It, a little bit of that, okay. yeah. <laughs> he's he like, seems like the most awkward out of the band. He's, he's, like, you really roll our, he's like, you roll your cookie dough, and you put your balls, the balls, on the tray. And, like, little funny things like nice. that. Um, but, and then there's a, there's a scene. It, so it's, like, a song and then a skit. And then a song, and then a skit, oh, okay. and there was like tens in their new songs. Like they wrote these songs for this. Any covers, um, like classic Christmas? They songs? didn't do any covers. Um, it's all original Christmas. All original. Songs. They kind of sound similar. They're kind of like doo woppy. Well, kind of deal. Once you when you always throw those sleigh bells on top of songs, like that's yeah. like that's the go-to. Make it a Christmas song. Make it sound like a Christmas song. Or yeah. Like, uh, or a glockenspiel, or like the church bells. Yeah, those three things. You put them on a song; it's, it's automatically a Christmas song. It's so funny how that works. Well, like the good. Yeah, listen, like you can hear it. You can hear the bells in the back. Yeah. If that wasn't in there, it would just sound like a folk song. <laughs> well, and the cool the the cool thing about it is like it was made for family. You could tell, like yeah. they like. They did a skit of like Home Alone where like Jordan was acted as like Kevin and <laughs> Chad was his mom and then Ian was the cop. And and Ian, yeah, Ian's Ian is hilarious. His like he had this like uh this like New York accent and he's it's so over exaggerated. Nice. And then they play like a dreidel game where they get cookie. Him and Jordan oh, right, play the, a dreidel game. Is the bass player? Jewish? I, think, I think. I think he. he is, I think uh, he was raised. Is that Ian? Ian? Yeah, yeah, Ian. He's hilarious. And yeah, so um, that was really cool. I. Th- you know what? I think the only NFG guy I don't follow on Instagram is Cyrus. Does he have an Instagram? I don't know. I haven't checked. Everybody, but I know Psycho Smoke is Ian, and then Chad is Chad. Jordan. But Jordan's Jordan's great. But Chad is Chad. He's. Uh, but Ian's Instagram, I think, out of all those guys, he's his is hilarious. Yeah. yeah, they're all funny dudes, and I feel like they did like trivia in it and stuff like that. It was really fun. Like it's a really How cool. Long was it? I think it was like an hour and a half. Okay. And it was they played songs, and it was they played this song, 
Um, they played a couple of their original Christmas songs, and okay. then they they wrote songs, and they're all very doo-woppy. Like I, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Doo-wop is kind of like the original kind of pop punk. Yeah, it's, and it's super yeah. cute. And I don't know. I recommend you go watch it if you can. I think you try. can still buy I, it. Um, well, you, well, well, you, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm talking about. Because I'm gonna steal this. <laughs> yeah, everybody else, go buy it. Yeah, like go check it out. There, it's a great little. It would be a cool tradition. I hope they release it on like a DVD. That'd so. Be cool. Cool. Watch it's, next year. Yeah, it would be a fun tradition to do. Well, we just finished the uh, NFG or NFG, uh, the FYS <laughs> uh, for your strong one. Um, so, coming off that, what's how do you see the differences? Like, not this, say one is the better. I, I, I feel wanna, like I want to put you on the spot and say which one's the better. But I, I personally, I like the NFG one more for its like, like silliness and like cutesiness for your strong, pretty for silly your, your strong one i liked because it was very raw and it felt like homemade almost like oh yeah for they, sure they yeah. you know and it that was really fun and they played some bangers that set list was amazing it was, they did um other than like nfg where it was like a song skit song uh, for your strong did like three songs in a row and then did a skit and then like, yeah. three songs and then did some cameos and I felt like they were different and they were both really good for what then, they were. And then the difference was Forty uh, Strong was quote unquote live. Yeah. It wasn't pre recorded. Well, I think it was somewhat pre recorded because when you look at the cuts in the video, it's different like angles of the guitar and the drummer, and then you don't see the other cameras. So it's not like there's like, there's only one camera yeah. in that. It's a tiny room, a little studio. But the audio you're hearing is definitely live. Yeah. I definitely think they touched it up. There's a little bit of auto-tune going on. I know they're really good at singing, but there's a little bit. They were too perfect, but there was a rawness. It was yeah. because some of the older songs I was mentioning to you, like they, uh, off that Rise and Die Train, they, they basically killer, like, yeah. rewrote some of these songs. Like, I, I think they got, as a musician, I don't know about you, but like old songs, like you've been in a band for a while, but you'd have to pull out these like old songs during your first EP that some some people know and you have to fill up the set list and you get bored because it's like the song you've been playing for two years. These guys have been playing these songs for 20 years. Probably, well, maybe not that long, but I could see them just like being bored of playing the same thing and go, why don't we just like instead of, you know, like do a little extra to the song. Like, yeah. And they really did. Like, yeah. They made some of those old songs sound brand new. Almost. They, yeah. And the, the little parts in between where they had like the little jokes that connected. They definitely to were songs. acting like little kids. Yeah. And I loved it. It was, it was just, great. Yeah. They were just so happy for Merry Christmas and some good cameos too. Yeah. They had all the, like oh, the buddies. Couple, and they had a couple of found. They had, well then, but they had, um, knuckle puck, and state champs guy play a song. They each played a song. Was that just? It was just two of them, right? Was there yeah, yeah. So that was kind of cool. The NFG didn't do that, right? Didn't no, anybody? NFG. It was. They didn't do that. They, right. but <laughs> they did have like cameos in it, like where yeah. people would come on and say and, hi. And then you said no, this. Ryan Keel. Was that his name? Keel? Ryan Key. Key. Yeah. That's weird. No. So weird. Um, I like, think he's like the fifth member of Newfound Glory. Kind of like the Unofficial. live fill in, yeah. But I know. but um, yeah, I like the four year strong one. It was very raw, very it was like fun. it's about an hour fun. and a half too. I think it was like an hour and twenty five. Yeah, they played a great set list. I'll say that. Like their set. Was I was really thinking good. when you said that earlier. I oh, I mean, I'm a I'm a little biased. Being it's one of my favorite. It is one of my favorite bands. Yeah, I can't say it is my favorite band. Um. 
I think they could have thrown all their songs in a hat and picked them out one on one and it'd still make a great It'd still be good. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, that's how good they are. All their songs are catchy. It's so good. How do they play guitar and sing like that? Yeah, they're very complex. I mean, each one of them are just the, such good musicians. The cool thing is they're very, they're like timeless too, because I've shown them to like my dad and my dad's like, these and, guys you know are what? great. And then, and then the people that aren't really like get into like the rock version of Four Years Strong, show them the acoustic version. Like they have an amazing acoustic album that is just. Some of you will like this, some of you won't. Is that what yeah. you, that's the one? Yeah. Thank you. And um, and that's exactly what it is. Like it's a perfect title for that. Have that on that. vinyl. It's great. Oh really? That'd be a good one. Yeah, it's a good, uh, refreshing take on a lot of their. Like they basically again rewrote all their songs again for. They're acoustics. really good at that, and the Wonder Years are really good at that. They have two. Well, I think they'll win real and legitimate fist fight for your strong would win though. <laughs> I know there's Maybe. more. I know there's more Wonder Years guys, <laughs> but Al Al is a legit uh, lumberjack. They're so. probably buds. Yeah, they'll, oh, they definitely, definitely, yeah, they've definitely done tours together. Yeah, but yeah, if you guys are fans of either of those, I, I, I mean, I haven't watched the NFG one, but I'm yeah. definitely gonna wa- try to watch it. It's and it's very strong one was just great. It's a good one to like have a couple people with you maybe yeah. and watch together. It's yeah, fun. I, I mean, but some people are out there can only be alone. Yeah, I, you know, that's I, also good. It makes I've you. Done feel- that. <laughs> I watched the Thursday one, which another their second one is coming up in the uh, Tuesday, I think. Right? No, it's. At the end of the night, no, it's 29th. At the end of the month. Okay. Um, so if anybody wants the Thursday one, that's still available. Which and which is fucking awesome by Thursday. If you are unemployed and hurting for money, you can go on Thursday and you can get the stream for free, and you can get a free shirt. Yep. As did you buy that one? Uh, yeah, I think you bought it. I bought it. I was just making sure because we'll share it, but. I, and then on top of that, if you are working, which luckily I am, and I can afford... A, you can donate, yeah. You can add, not only buy your stream, but then buy basically someone else's that need it and is needing it. So I did that too. So That's awesome. You're welcome, whatever Thursday fan out there. So that's I think that's just so cool. Yeah, and these bands... They're going to make enough money on it. It's just they want just to have fun with their... And I really like that members. all these bands are doing this right now. Cause what this else are they going to do, man? sucks. Yeah. Like, it really does, in, um, especially for touring bands musicians and yeah. stuff so it's re- it's really good to see that they're still able to just nice little do the show thing. new little um uh, avenue that these everyone's kind of pivoted to yeah and like all right we can't go to tour we gotta make money so let's pivot over to this and make it the best we can so yeah god bless all these yeah these bands love you nfg <clears throat> love you four year uh love you thursday all right I'm gonna change the music now. Yeah, for sure. I can. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you can po- pat I'll, it I'll, down. I'll, I'll pod you down. Actually, I gotta look it up first because we're gonna talk about the Mandalorian. Are we? So if you're you're not trying to hear some spoilers, please. Because the one thing I love about one of the things I love about the show is the music. It is just different. Um, I mean, I'm fast forwarding a little bit, but the last episode with the Death Troopers, is that what they're called? Yes. The theme to those guys was fucking awesome. Is that on here? They had some great Troopers. Oh, is this it? score on this one for it's like, sure. It's kind of dubstepy, but kind of cool. Um but let's uh let's get to the beginning. 
Yeah, this yeah, this is the Death Trooper song or music. I it was those. creepy because they're they're creepy ass. They're kind of creepy, <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's so tensions like yeah, you get tensed up. And so yeah, this moment was crazy. And throw the violins in there. Oh. Um. All right, let's go. Let's back up. Back up to season two. So we end with season one. Moff Gideon is fucking after this child. Yeah, he, he, we think he gets he's in a dead. crash That's and right. dies, but then he at the end of that season, he pops too. out. Yeah, he's like, I'm and back. And Hector so, Salamanca. No, not Hector Salamanca. <laughs> What's his name? Gus Fring. Gus Fring. Um, Have you seen the the meme with with him like as Moff Gideon, and then it's, it's facing him, and then there's another frame that shows Hector Salamanca in the wheelchair, <laughs> like looking at him? <laughs> so good. All pissed off. That guy. Hold on. What's I don't know his real name. Mandalorian. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh. Pedro Pascal. Thank you. Yeah. He's so cool. He Have you is. seen him like interviewed like as like just himself? Very slick. Right. He's just a yeah. cool guy. I want to have super a, cool. I wanna, not only a beer. I want to have a cocktail. Look, yeah. You know. Very classy. Yeah. Um. And he's been in so much stuff. All right. So the first one, the Marshal. Um, so great. I love the idea that they brought Star Wars and put old westerns basically yeah. on top of it. The Mandalorian is it's a space western. Yeah, he, he he is a gunslinger for sure. And and did you love Timothy Oliphant's freaking Oliphant? Oh, is that how you say him. it? Oliphant. Yeah, Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. Okay. It's it's not. But like, it's you're not a o. British person Oliphant. saying Oliphant. Oliphant. I'm Oliphant. part British. Okay. I appreciate it. Um, but no, yeah, he's a big He was great, too. And once you saw that armor. Oh, yeah. You knew because it was like, that's, that's, that's fucking Boba Fett. Fett. That's Boba Fett. Baby. Yeah. That's Boba Fett. Um, I like how they made you think it was like him for a oh, moment. Oh, right. Yeah. But th- I right away, I was like, it's too small. Yeah. He's, he's too lanky too small. and skinny. Um, and so I like the... Uh, uh, oh, the music stop? Okay. Um, I like... It, it's... Kind of annoying sometimes, but basically the show is uh, Mando's trying to find this kid somewhere safe. He's yeah. trying to take him to his people. That's the idea of a whole show. And he's going planet by planet by planet. Yeah. Trying to find, hey, do you know this person? Hey, do you know this person? Oh, you know this person? All right, I'm not going to go to that person. And when he gets to these places and finds these people, they're like, oh, yeah, we can help you. You yeah. got to help me first. It's like every like every time you can't just get a straight answer. It's like yeah. no, you need to help us first if you want this information. It's like oh, fuck, man. But he's so quick to be like, okay, because well, he cause, really and I also cares think these about people the kid, know yeah. that he's a Mandalorian. Like yeah. they can use him. Like yeah. he's not just some random. Uh, I don't know, Joe Schmo. Yeah. To, yeah, nerf herder. Nerf herder, right? scruffy looking nerf herder. Yeah. Um, Who you calling so scruffy? This first one, yeah. <laughs> there's this crazy monster. Um, inside a cave and we got and then the sand people come and they team up with the village which was fucking rad which I have kind of a kind of a theory on that whole scene where you know Mando gets eaten by the thing he yeah. like get, gets eaten by him which I'll go into purposely later though, right doesn't he get purposely? yeah yeah I'll go into that later and when we once we get to a certain part okay. yeah in the but, later episodes oh it comes back later well it explains something to me oh, that I'm made curious. that made something okay for me. We'll go, we'll keep going. So, um, that's a good episode. The deal though. was though, uh, Timmy, Timothy Oliphant, 
um, needs his help, but in exchange, Mando wants that armor back because yeah. he does not deserve to wear it. And he doesn't know whose it is, obviously. I don't think he... He doesn't know who Boba Fett is, right? No. Uh, well... Like the... the Because when they... Spoiler alert. <laughs> not really spoiler because you should have known. When Boba Fett finally shows up, it's not like, hey, you're Boba yeah, Fett. It's, it's like... It's kind of no... Oh, yeah. It's kind of weird. Um, But he still respects the armor. That's, yeah. That's... All. It's it's part it's of the his, code, you it's know? It's religion, yeah. yeah. This is the way. Um... So he, he gets off ju- fine and gets the armor, and then they go to this. Uh, they find the um, little toad lady, right? That's yeah, that's yeah, the frog. And she's got some eggs. You need to be transported to another planet where the dad is, and um, some shit goes down, right? The, the, oh, they can't go yeah, into hyperspace. Yeah, they go on the ice planet. They go that's into the, the hard ice part, planet. Because yeah, yeah. these eggs apparently can't go into hyperspace. Come on. I mean, if everybody else is going, they, they, they can figure out spaceships that can go into hyperspace, but they can't figure out some kind of <laughs> machine to make these eggs not. I know. <laughs> um, but it's very nice, Amando. And um, except Baby Yoda starts eating them, right? And he's like, "No, I like how he becomes like Dad, Mando." <laughs> can no. I offer you an egg in this trying time, <laughs> Frank Reynolds? Um, I was surprised that he didn't, like. Did she not notice? Like, I know there was I a know. lot of them in there, but she didn't know the count. I feel bad for her. It's like, like, oh, there's 24 in here. Wait, there's 22. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, then they get crashed on a ice planet. And they oh, were getting they were getting chased by those X-wings. X-wings right. And then they crash landed on the ice planet with spiders. Dude, ice fuck. spiders. Fuck. It's those crazy. were scary. Um, but yeah, and it gets... Even there's a, I like that there was like different levels of spiders, like little tiny ones, and they're like medium ones, and there was like the big giant yeah, oh fucking, shit, and it traps the the the, the what was it called? Uh, what's the ship called? The uh, I don't remember. It's got a name though. Well, it's not Probably around does. anymore because um, it got blown up. The fucking Moff Gideon. Um, but it gets saved. X Men's yeah. come back and find him and save him, and they're basically like, "You're wanted." How did he get out of he's, it? He's uh, like, well, he's like, "Can you help me fix this?" And he's like, "No, you're right. wanted. We just, but we saved you, so we we're saved even. you, so yeah. we're out." And then they took off. <laughs> yeah, which I thought. Oh, because they were like, "We could, we could need, we uh, we could able, use you." Yeah. yeah. And he's like, "No." He's no. like, "All right, well then, peace out. We're fucking Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so they leave him. I appreciate that. Um, but they get yeah, they get out. Um, and then they f- they go to um another land. Oh, they finally land. Isn't it in the in the like the the ship? kind of the uh well they land where the, the husband is and they yeah they, so it's that dock town like yeah. the port town and and they meet the other man, man, the woman mandalorians the ladies right uh and there's one dude too um and they take their helmet off and he's like mando's fucking pissed dude yeah, he's, he's like, like what the hell are you no nah, this is not the way um but they explain to him that your way is like really ancient and like so they're like a newfound kind they're of they're a little bit more Mandalorian. liberal, a little bit more progressive, <laughs> and, and Mando is a little bit more right wing traditional. <laughs> the progressive yeah. Mandalorian church, and uh, they save him yeah. a couple times, two times in the ship. The the Mando or the baby baby Yoda Gorgu gets eaten by the weird uh, sea monster, and then he dives in, and they come and save him. Yeah, so he kind of owes him, but he flies off, and then he comes back to the town and gets. Jumped again, and yeah. they come and save him again, and and basically the same thing happens. Hey, uh, Mando goes, hey, I need your help, and they're like, well, we need your help. So if you want to help, if you help us, yeah. we'll help you. Scratch so they, my back and yeah. scratch yours. So they have to go and steal a fucking Empire ship with a bunch of weapons on it. Oh, I remember that. That was, that. A, good, that that was, was a good one. Um, and then that's all. the first glimpse of Gideon 
that they get right isn't that isn't that when he's on he right. comes aboard that ship because they realize it's not just an armor ship there's like there's testing going on yeah on the ship and the, the, that's crazy some that the the scientist says moff gideon and yeah um but they everything ends up okay and then the next one um well mando's got or what's what's the next thing why he goes to the old town that he was at with um what's her face and what's his face <laughs> you mean the, the like uh, MMA? Gina, yeah, Car Dune and uh, Grief Karga. The, the back to that. I don't. What's what planet was that? Was that that wasn't Tatooine? Was it? Was it? I don't know. But they go to that where the Moff Gideon f- fight out first happened, and now the town's all better. Now it's all she's running shit, and um, uh, Grief. Gargan's kind of the mayor, and he's running stuff too, and everything's a little bit more peaceful now, and more empire. Um, and then the 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 guy from the first episode that they he puts in carbonite, the fish guy, he's there doing the books, and he gets all scared, and he gets uh, wrangled into doing some dirty work, and they and they uh, they go, <clears throat> same thing happens. They're like, hey, even though they know him, right? They're like, yeah. hey, you you want some help? Uh, you got to come help us blow up this empire base. <laughs> no big deal. And so they do that, which that was a great episode. I really liked that one at the end. Oh, and then they have the that's when they plant the tracker on the Razor Crest is what his <coughs> Razor Crest ship Thank is you. called. They plant it on there for um You know, they never really mentioned what the the tracking device was, but my aunt Linda suspected that it was the ball on the little yeah. joystick that Yoda. They never I wish they would have been like Well, no, they show it. They show I remember it blinking. Did it? Yeah. I remember there was a... It wasn't the ball. It was something on the ship, though, oh, blinking. Oh, okay. But it so wasn't it was a tracking ball. device. No, uh, it wasn't. I thought it would have been really clever because that was the thing that yeah. he, he kept giving you. Yeah. It's like this very ironic thing that this tracker, is he's giving it to Yoda. But Yeah, so she, they, um, yeah, they put that on there and, you know, the next one was this badass. Is where, this is where the, the fan lore uh, of, of Star Wars just went ape shit because... Yeah. They brought in some Clone Wars character. Um, they brought more than one, right? Not just her. Not the. Not the. What's it? Um, so these are new characters. I don't know Clone Wars. I, I guess I'm gonna have to go back and force myself to watch these cartoons. Yeah, like well, Ahsoka. Ahsoka is right, the yeah. Jedi, played right. by um, Rashida Dawson or uh, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. And she's gonna get her own show. Yeah. This was kind of a preview. She's gonna get her own show. She was awesome. She um, fit that role so well. Great. I haven't seen Clone Wars yet, no. which I've heard. But I know watch that it, character. Watch it, watch it. I've seen yeah. so many clips, and I know that. I mean, the character's very. Yeah. No, it's very. Uh, so that was the first like, holy crap, cameo. She's fucking badass. I mean, yeah. And then, I don't know if you know this, but like that episode, there are a few references to the Seventh Samurai. You ever seen that? I've not. Seventh Samurai. Star Wars is much, very much ripped off of japan story yeah especially seven samurai and i think there's one other story where it's basically the same story yeah um but i liked that they were just gave it up they know that this is it and there's a few just cl- like uh frames that are just like ripped uh, yeah. off yeah so beautiful i liked that the fighting scene they like at the end really didn't have any music it yeah. was just you're in the moment mando fighting that chick with the beskar and then she or no she's fighting the other girl and and then he, Mando's just waiting like the, the guys are waiting for that fight to end to see who's gonna win and stuff so well it's, it's really it's interesting because 
uh, his task was to go kill Ahsoka. Right, 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 right. But he ends up figuring it out, like, oh, crap, you know? So And we find out Baby Yoda's name, Gorgu. Yeah, Grogu, right? How do you feel about that? I think it's cool. I think it. I think it gives him they another need, layer. Yeah, he needed a name. He his, did. His need name's a name. not Baby Yoda. I, we all knew well, he's not Baby Yoda. Well, because everybody was like, "Well, is it like Yoda? Like, you know, like is it actually him reincarnated or whatever?" And it's like that kind of gave him his own like you know spot. Like, I think I mentioned this before, but I, I don't. It's not Yoda. It's not reincarnated. It's not. It, no. it might be a relative. I'm. I'm not. You know, knocking that off. But yeah. In, last jedi we see yoda in his spiritual form yeah. talking to luke so it's not in that world it can't be yoda yeah but i'm thinking though to make the timeline work we don't see this gorgu at all in, in the next seven eight nine yeah and unfortunately i think by the end of this series mandalorian gorgu's gonna have to die maybe he's gonna die I'm calling uh, it, man. Well, either I'm that money on it. It's he's gonna, I, he's gonna like sacrifice. It's not gonna like he's just out of nowhere. He's gonna like sacrifice well, himself for like Mando or vice versa. It's know. either that or because how they obviously there's gonna be another another saga. Yeah, but then if he's such a powerful next Jedi like Yoda, like how do they explain him not being in those three episodes at all? <laughs> I mean, it. it Luke I kept Luke kept himself secret. I'm not saying for it's gonna be years. fun, but it'd be a great way to yeah. end the story. Like it would, but a lot of a lot of TV shows. Sons of Anarchy. Jax dies at the end. Spoiler alert. It's true. Um, but yeah, this was a great episode. Um, the Jedi just named the Jedi. Um, the tragedy was the next one, and that's where we see. I know. We're like, oh, we get a new, we get the Clone World girl, but now we get Boba Fett. He's yeah. Alive. Well, we do see him. At the end of one other episode, before we see the tragedy, he's at the end. I forget which one it is. It might be the siege. He just comes up the edge without his. You see his face, and he's got like a. Yeah, I think it's. Oh no, fuck. Which one was it? It was one of the before this. He's kind of like the not end credits, but the last thing you see is just him walking up with some staffs. And I don't think a lot of people knew who he was, yeah, because. No one knows that actor, but that is, and I knew. I fucking, I was like, that's fucking Yeah. And uh, so now the tragedy, we finally get introduced again and now to Boba Fett. here's where I wanted to go back to. Okay. So. Oh. So. Oh, I see what you're saying So now. Boba, Boba Fett in the movie, I, I was going to have a big qualm with it because I knew Boba Fett was going to come along at one point in well, this show. Well, we heard that, I think I'd heard that he was getting his own show. Not yeah. Not only Mandalorian, but. He was getting his own and show. So, and spoiler alert, he is. You watched the end credits. Last yeah, time. Okay, and we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. But, um, so we I, I had a great. I of course being like a purist, you know, jerk, whatever. <laughs> like I had a qualm. Like, oh, they better not bring him back. He's dead or whatever. But then I realized, like, Mandalorian, like, uh, or you know, Armando got swallowed by a freaking dragon Shit, thing I, and then escaped. So it it kind of gave merit to the idea of. Him so escaping right. the Sarlacc pit. Like, they didn't really you know? say how. He just yeah. survived. He just survived, but, but Mando that makes did. Sense. Yeah. Like, he's got the rockets and fire. Yeah, and, and so it. I like that they did it that way, and it yeah. ended up making me be like, that makes sense. I didn't think okay. about that, Corey. Well, yeah. thank you for that. That, that, makes, that makes a lot of sense. So I ended up being super stoked seeing him. That whole, dude, a horror director, right? A guy that usually directs, like, horror stuff. Was it, wasn't it Robert Rodriguez? Yeah. 
Yeah, Robert Rodriguez, which yeah. I wasn't expecting. I didn't know he was. I know he's in that circle brutal. of like John Favreau machete, stuff. right? Yeah, and, yeah, and he not horror, but like slasher. I think with Robert Rodriguez, <laughs> I love the guy. If you haven't read, if you want to get into film, read his book, um, "Rebel Without a Crew." It's a great book. It's it's basically his diary of making his first movie. Uh, God, what was it? The Desper- Desperado? No, what's it called? El El Marachi? El Marachi? Was the first one he did? Um, it's just this indie. He he he's a great guy. I totally respect him, but he doesn't make good movies. Really, he's, mm-hmm. his batting average isn't that good. Um, but he loves film. He he started the L Ray Network. You ever seen that? I've not. I think it's still around. It's a great channel. They play movies that don't ever get played. And he has this great show where he interviews. There's a great episode where he interviews John Favreau. It's just a one on one, and he's he's talking to Favreau like a fan. Like he's Robert Rodriguez. He's an established yeah. director. He's fine, but he is like sitting there fanboying out with John Favreau, and I just love that humbleness. And he's just a great guy. But this ep- this episode really like. Robert Rodriguez stepped it yeah, up. Yeah, he did really good. And it you could see the kind of like horrifying elements in this yeah. one. Like there's some pretty brutal stuff that happens in it. That's a good it, one. And then we really uh good. yeah, so Boba Fett, he uh he joins up with Mando because he gave him his armor back. He's kind of what's the word? Uh uh not respected, but he kinda has to help him now. He gave him his armor back. And then we also get uh Fennec Shand, uh Ming Na Wen. Her her character's back. Um, she's badass. She is. Fuck yeah, yeah, she's, she's awesome. Badass. Dude, all the chicks in this fucking show are badass. I yeah. fucking love that they really went forward with not only minorities. Pedro Pascal, Spanish Spanish actor, um, Moff Gideon. Like, there's not really a lot of white people, white guys in this show, really. And if they are, or Bill Burr, I guess, he's like the whitest. Who is great. And, and now about. transitioning into the next episode, yeah, yeah. he is in it and he's amazing. I so love Bill Burr in yeah. there. Yeah. It's funny though, because there's this clip of <clears throat> before he joined the Mandalorian of him talking so much shit on Star Wars fans and like Chewbacca. Yeah. Um, here, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Because they what they did was, it was actually really clever. Bill... If you want to look it on YouTube, Bill Burr, Mandalorian. But he, yeah. he's great on it. Yeah. So what they did was they took the scene where they're sitting on top of the cliff talking about the mission, but they overdubbed um, him talking shit on Star Wars. I can tell you guys how much I fucking hate Star Wars. I hate Star Wars so much that I only like Empire Strikes Back because he almost kills Han Solo. And he chops his hand off, right? Um, no, Mando's looking at Skywalker, Bullock. right? <laughs> All the nerds just freaked out. How could you confuse them? Um, yeah, I just wasn't into it. Oh yeah, why is that? I, di- I didn't like that whole. I didn't. I just didn't like it. We don't have time for this. Fennec will go. <laughs> no, I and I also thought Chewbacca was fucking useless. I mean, Chewbacca was basically Bigfoot. They just gave it a different <laughs> name. Typical Hollywood movie. You know that Chewbacca like fought the six billion dollar man like six years earlier on television. You saw him with his bionic eye, right? And they fought each other. And then a few years later, he's he's in space. No, wait. That would the Bigfoot was Andre the Giant. Yeah, and all they did was fill in his face. And then you had Chewbacca. Man, I, was getting I just didn't fucking. Get, I don't know.
<laughs> he turns music on so he can't hear it. Love it. <laughs> this is a really clever. So I wonder. Clip. I wonder when approaching him, they were like, they gave him a hard time about that, or John Favreau maybe like was like, so. hey. <laughs> but since then, though, he has once that first episode in the first season happened, he went on his podcast and kind of said how funny how much fun he had and yeah how much the fans really liked him and he kind of turned into leaf so he's actually he's excellent in it too and it, it, like the moment between him and like when mando first takes his helmet off mm. like oh. when he when he when he's like i'm not gonna say anything to anybody i appreciate and then that. at the end mando ends up saying like you're a free man like go like yeah. and i hope he's oh. even season three i, I hope he comes yeah, back for sure um so that was a great episode. That was a great episode. Yeah, we see Mando's face uh, finally. Um, the 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 bar scene was great. It was very reminded me of like Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, just them sitting there and um, yeah, it was a great episode. Um, but then uh, oh, we didn't talk about before though the the pre the episode before Gorgu gets kidnapped. Yeah, he does. The fucking Iron Man. The Death Troopers come in and, and steal Baby Yoda while he's trying to communicate to some some Jedi's. Yeah, we'll get which I think he he did. Succeeds. He fucking Definitely. did. Um, but yeah, I'm off. Oh, and the other clip I wanted to play, which was really cool. Um, so when Moff Gideon first at the bar, first season one, he's yeah, he's talking to Mando about how he needs the child. Yeah. Um, Mandalorian. Gideon, come. It was like a side by side, basically, of them talking. They they basically say the same thing. God damn it! Where did I? Keep talking. This is great. Great. great so then, um, I'll I'll bring it up. Yeah. So so Grogu is captured. And we know that the reason why they want him is because they want his blood because they can um, they can use it, I think, to make what like super basically like super Jedi's Jedi yeah. people um, that can fight, which which is an interesting concept because we don't see that in seven, eight, nine either. Like, I wonder where I don't think they ever I don't think it's. I don't think Jedi blood is something you could pass on. Yeah. I think they're trying to. I mean, it makes sense. Why wouldn't you do it? But I wonder what will come of it. You know, that'll be interesting. Okay, here we go. Moff Gideon. You, you have, have something, something I want. want. You may you think you have, have some idea what you, what you are in possession of, but, but you, you do not. Soon, in a few moments, he will be back will with be me. Mine. <laughs> means more to me than you, than you will ever, will know. ever know. Quill. So the fact that like Mando knew, remembered exactly what yeah. he said to him and said it right back to him. With a little couple ass. things, a little changes. I mean, but I just, I saw that. I was like, oh my God, I didn't even make that connection. So yeah, I appreciate the little moment. details in that. That's so great. Um, but yeah, back to uh, the believer. Um, What's what's that up? They, oh, they go blow up another fucking empire yeah. base. That's all they do is is they go and do another planet and blow up an empire base. Um, they let Bill Bar Bill Bar go, and they have coordinates from off Gideon, and now they're off. Um, and so they'll rescue, but he needs more of a team. He needs a few more people. More, yeah. He's got 
the, the MMA yeah. lady. Have you seen her? I saw. I brought up some videos of her actually fighting. I did not. She's she's a badass man. Uh, Dina Carn. Is it Fennec? No. No, her name is Cara Dune. Cara Dune. Yeah. Um. So he has her, but he doesn't have uh the old, the old dude. What's his name? Boba Fett. No, the the mayor. Don't know the mayor. Carl Weathers. Oh yeah, Carl, he's not in because yeah, not, he can't really. But he has to go back to his other Mandalorians from the uh, that took off their helmets and convinces them to come and help. And they get they agree, but on the stipulation oh, that right. he gives another, yeah, them another, thing, another trade. the dark saber, which is what and the ship. Yeah, and the ship, which is what Moff Gideon has, and basically can control. Like you know, we'll it's a badass. We'll one. get in a second. Yeah, so they. Get on board, but we and then we have like the, the schematics of the ships. So they know exactly where everything is, but they have they know the dart uh, death troopers are there. Yeah, and oh, then they they kidnap the uh, the, the scientist dude. So and he's all give it because even though he's part of the empire, he's a scientist. He doesn't like what they're doing, but yeah. he he Works wants them, he yeah. wants to fuck with Baby Yoda, but he knows it's bad and he knows what's going on is not a good thing. So yeah. he kind of helps them. He does help them and uh, tells them about the death troopers and they get on board and they fuck shit up. That chasing into the ship was pretty cool. I liked how the uh, entrance of like the bay was like in the middle of the straight middle. That was kind of cool. It was kind of, uh, now I'm thinking about it, it it's kind of um, Millennium Falcon-ish. Yeah. Really. I didn't think about that. Um, So they get in, fuck shit up, but then Mando like waits and then goes after the dust has settled a little bit so he can go steal baby Yoda back gets into a fight with the death troop one death trooper he gets he releases them all into space and I was thinking oh that's too easy they're, they're coming back they have fucking rockets they can yeah. fly around they're not gonna be able to fly around in space they're coming back and but he fights one and it's it's hard for him Epic, he, yeah. Yeah, he can't really do anything until he uses that best guard I save. love the part when it's punching him in the face and oh like my God, the, it's going the helmet the wall. doesn't do anything because it's so powerful yeah. best bar armor you know but um pretty great it was a good fight scene and then then he gets to baby yoda and there's moff getting holding that saber over his his head and uh he makes a deal he says like yeah it seemed too good to be true it's he moff getting basically like you can take take the kid and just leave basically yeah yeah. but once he turns fuck moff gideon he tries tries but i think knowing what happens later that oh because mando tells him that the other girl, what's her name? Um, Kasha, Kasha Reeves? There, no. What's oh, Bo, Bo-Katan. He tells Moff Gideon, "Hey, like she wants that saber, and he knows the rules of the saber, but Mandalorian doesn't. So that's why I think he makes that kind of chess move, where it's like, I don't want her to have it, but I'd rather him have it if it's you know. So I'm gonna fight him, knowing that that's the only way this saber can be transferred is in combat. That we find out." So they fight. It's a good fight sequence. But he, he loses. I don't know if he lost on purpose. Do you think he lost on purpose? I think he was still... Mando? Tr- no. Or Gideon. Gideon, yeah. I think it was a win-win. Either he kills Mando and yeah. it's fine, or if he loses, it's still... Yeah. A fuck, they're fucked on that side. So he gets Baby Yoda. Think That's awesome. And then they go to the bridge and uh, tells him that that's the rules. Now Mandalore, uh, Mando um, owns rules, the, like, rules Mandalore, the saber, basically. Yeah. And Bo-Katan doesn't really want to fight him. Like, she knows that that's the only way she can get it, but 
That's going to be a hard fight by there, buddy. <laughs> and she knows it. Um, and I think there's a little bit of a Mandalorian code, too, that, like, you don't want to fight your brother. I like how he's like, just take it. I don't want it. Yeah. Take it. I, I forfeit, or whatever he says. And she still wants no, to. No, no, no. It doesn't work rule. like that. Yeah. And, hey, guess what? Death Troopers come, <laughs> come back. And, oh, shit. And Moff Gideon hides a fucking pistol. I don't know how that happened. Hides under his little cape, which was stupid. Um, then, yeah, the Death Troopers come in. But guess what? X-Wing comes in and, and saves them. Now, what were you expecting? I I knew it was another Jedi. Yeah. And I was like, oh, when I saw the X-Wing, I'm like, Luke. I didn't think Luke 100% at first. hundred percent My first like thought, Luke. definitely my first thought was maybe Luke. I was like, are we really going to bring Luke into this? And then with the... the you robe, saw the green lightsaber. Green. And that was the other thing. I was like, I'm pretty sure... Luke is green or was he blue? Mm. I couldn't remember and I was like, I'm pretty sure it was green. And then there's the one shot where it's he puts the saber down and you see the glove, the black glove. And I was like, oh fuck, dude, that's Luke. That's Luke. And how do you feel about this? So it is Luke. He comes and saves him. So he's the, he's the one that's gonna take baby Yoda back and train him. I personally at first was like, oh no. Like they're gonna bring him back, but I was like, it makes sense, though. Like, what was he doing the entire time between, you know, the movies? Like, what what was that span? So I like that they included him. Yeah. Um, now, if we're talking technical aspects, like how it looked. It was a little rough. It was a little rough looking. Um, like, his movements were kind of, which de-aging does that. It's difficult, right? But I feel like they've done it better. I don't even, like, I don't even think it was really... Uh, what's his name? Is Mark Hamill? Yeah, it was this is his voice? I don't know if he, he was, was his act- voice. I don't know if he was. Actually I don't know about the act- Yeah, but but yeah. I, and I I I think it was really cool. It was a cool way of as a diehard Star Wars mm-hmm. fan. I can't sit here and say I hate that. Yeah, it's fucking Luke can't Skywalker was awesome. coming, and you saw him basically fuck up and a bunch t- of stormtroopers like Darth Vader did with the yeah it, all those scenes where he's fucking those. Death Troopers up. It reminded me a lot of that well, last scene of Rogue One. Yeah, like the only good scene of Rogue One. Well, and it makes sense to me because, like, he would be the Jedi that could destroy that that could kill them. Like, the he's only. the most powerful yeah. Jedi besides Especially I mean Anakin. You know, but you know at the time that there's not a lot of more Jedi's left. Yeah, like, there's only a handful left. So, um, I- which then leads me to the news that um, one second, hold on before. So being a star hardcore Star Wars fan, I am happy that I got to see Luke Skywalker yeah. fuck shit up with a lightsaber. That being said, I really liked the idea of Mandalorian Mandalorian being this sub story of Star Wars and not really having any Connect- major yeah. connections. Like a little, like the off characters from the Star but I was Or like mention of him. It would have been cool if it was like like a some other Jedi that like was a from, new Jedi, no, but like different Jedi. I'm trying to think, like what other Jedi's were around. I I thought it would have been cool if yeah. what's her name came in, uh, the one that was in the nah episode, couple episodes. She's before. doing her own thing though. But yeah. someone, someone in that vein though, like mm-hmm. this underlying character that like fans know, but like the mainstream, you know, not big fans don't know. But Luke Skywalker, I mean, can't be. Yeah, it was pretty badass. Yeah. It would have been even worse if it was like Han Solo. It's like, okay, what is fucking Han Solo? Like, that would have been stupid. But, But, um, um, yeah, so he takes Yoda 
or Gorgu. That was a fucking emotional scene where he wants he wants the helmet off and he shows baby he and they have a little head. they have a little stare down. A little teary eyed. <clears throat> Not gonna lie. Um, and they take off. So I'm curious. We'll get to this the end credit things in a second, but where do you think this series is going? What what is season three gonna entail? I think that honestly. Luke trains him probably in this time between of, now, but um, yeah. I think if we'll see him at least once, yeah, if they say I'm gonna see you again, yeah, kid, like. well, if anything with Grogu, if he doesn't die like your um prediction, oh, he's I dying. think there will be you know another one, two, and three of another. They're they already talked about starting a new saga, like Skywalker saga is over. What's next? So Luke I think trained post, him. I think that's all post Skywalker, though. I don't think they're going to make any more trilogies within six and seven. Th- well, that's, no, that's it. it's not going to be anything to do with like oh. Skywalker. This this character Grogu could be oh, like a character nice. of his own in further. Maybe not necessarily the main character, but. We think all the Jedi are pretty much dead. The other, but he's out there. Yeah, somewhere, the other thing you know? is the fan base are really clamoring for is um, let me get his name right. Um, to play Skywalker, a young like that age Skywalker is um, where's his, what the fuck? But I don't know that you Stance. can do that because he already Mark Hamill already played. A young version of Skywalker, no. so it's kind of awkward. Give me a second. Right? I just want to make sure. God damn it! How is his name not top build? He's the guy that plays Winter Soldier. Oh, but the Bucky guy, right? Um, Stan something. Stan Sebastian. Sebastian Stan. Thank you. The, have you seen the comparison of young Mark Hamill and Stan or whatever? It's eerie. Like yeah. they have basically the same face, and so, so they're they're suggesting that he plays. This middle-aged like Luke Skywalker, because that's kind of what he is, and I'm fucking down, dude. I'd he's be a great okay actor. with that. Yeah, but like they can't, they can't really bring back the Skywalkers in the new saga. If they say the saga is over, they may be like side characters, but the main characters are going to be different, and it, maybe Grogu mm. comes into play as kind of Yoda in that situation. I think everything's on the table. It is, and so it's, I mean, we didn't even like. Ten years ago, maybe more than we that, didn't know any of this. We didn't even think happen. there was going to be more Star Wars. Yeah, like, that was it. And then now, look at this. We've had Mando, and now the new Boba Fett show. It so is cool, but I w- in getting to that, like the Boba Fett show, I again comes my qualms <laughs> with what Disney's doing with Star Wars. Not because I'm not going to like it, but because you need to leave some mystery with some people, and I feel like Boba Fett's story is done like he like i don't feel like we need to see that but i feel like if he would have got beloved character yeah though. he is but him sitting on that throne yeah. was such a great like okay swan song like now that's what he's doing that's yeah. where he is and maybe he comes up in other shows but like i the, think that show is going to be kind of like uh, not not the best comparison but like a peaky blinders where it's like He's not gonna be traveling to other planets. Yeah, it's gonna be busy. He's like the the That's leader. That's Tatooine, right? Uh, yes. No. But yes. Job of the Hutt's palace yeah, is in. I believe so. 
And so I think it, that that's cool, though. That'd be nice to have just one story on one planet. Not that I don't like traveling to other planets and seeing stuff, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm up for it. And he's got that um, the Asian fighter chick next to her. Yeah, Tatooine is, is. Thank you. But um, and I'm I'm okay with it. You know, like whatever. We'll see how it plays out. I like when Mandalorian came out. You know, I was a little like hesitant because how is this gonna translate? And it ended up being great. So whatever they do with it, I'm going to watch it. And I'm in, man. The only thing is, I would like a little bit of mystery. Like it would have been cool. Like I would have been just as fine with him sitting on the throne and that being like the last time we see him because he we see his oh, like not catharsis yeah i would be okay with that like that's yeah, his catharsis like, you know fans making up their own story of yeah how that character in your head yeah, yeah. and it, like it, it's nice but i'm sure it'll be a great show i'm sure they're gonna hire somebody that'll do it justice who's a fan so i'm i I'm know okay with it. taiki watiti is is directing a movie um i don't think they've released the what it's about but is it a Boba Fett or is no, it? No, I think it's just a, a random a standalone, kind of like Rogue One, kind of. Got it. But with his comedy I and stuff, I think they need to move away from this universe now, though. Like start start creating something a little like I think newer. They are. Yeah, and that's what I hope. Like another Jedi, another whatever. Like something. I want to see something really freaky and dark and like creepy, because we got a little bit of that, like with Last Jedi. Like there was some creepy moments. And even in um, uh, Rise of Skywalker or whatever, like there's the creepy cult kind yeah. of feel. I want to see some like dark Jedi stuff. But Taiki Watiti, tw- uh, Star Wars tweeted out a brand new Star Wars feature with acclaimed filmmaker Taiki Watiti is in development. Get ready for an unforgettable ride. And he he wrote on his Instagram, "What? Ugh! As a longtime fan of Star Wars, I'm so angry about what I'm about to, to what wait, angry about what I'm about to ruin." about to do to ruin it sorry that's, that was a hard sentence to read i'm so angry about what i'm about to do to ruin it so that's like the series is that yeah is he it's just kind of self-deprecating like i cannot like, cannot like, wait to direct this but he knows how fans voted yeah. star wars fans are see though i i how they will critique every in goddamn some thing. ways i fall in that but i'm not as i i'm, I'm, like op- I'm open to it and like i'll watch it Oh, I'll bitch yeah. about it, but at least I have merit in bitching about it because I'll actually watch it. Yeah. And like, and some people are like, I'm really, never going to watch it. I really it. hope it doesn't turn into another Ryan Johnson thing because I love Ryan Johnson, but I fucking hated. And I, was that I, last Jedi? I no, loved no. it. I thought it was great. Yeah, but that's, Jedi. but no. that's the thing about different fans, like different parts of Star Wars. Like, Maybe the yeah, majority. But I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> Maybe the majority of people didn't. There are moments in the movie, but I really that, liked it, and I just, thought it. It, it gave just, me the same feeling that when I saw it. It gave it me that same have feeling. The Jade, that Empire. The, the Abrams feel. That. Yeah, well, I mean, it would have been nice to see a through line of one director, but. That's not how the first three were. Yeah, and or that's why I liked three, Empire four, so four, five, much because it it was different and it was yeah. it it wasn't safe. It went off the rails a little, and I liked that. And it ended up being the best Star Wars like ever, you know. Some may argue, there you go. which I'll also follow up with. You know, I even like Episode Three. Honestly, I think Episode Three is a pretty good movie. I don't hate the prequels, like and some which do. brings me to one last point is. I'm I was at first kind of like this is going to be lame but then I'm like hmm he's older now but Hayden Christensen being 
right. you know, be, coming back as oh, Darth Vader. And I'm like, you better fucking redeem Another yourself, show in the works. Dude. They're starting like, start production. I think they're starting production in Boston for some reason. I yeah, mean, I, don't I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Odd. Maybe indoor. Because they're doing Maybe. stuff like on the screens and stuff now, right? Yeah, but you don't do that stuff in Boston. You do that stuff in L.A. and yeah. New York and England. So it must, it must be like a... Somewhere they found that's in the forest, maybe physical. Or oh, that might, I didn't think about. I was thinking more town, but yeah. but I'm I'm excited to see him come back and give it another shot. And Ewan McGregor, right? Ewan McGregor with freaking he, yeah, amazing. I'm down my for that. My twin, my twin. I'm I in Disney. Keep throwing me <laughs> Disney shit. I'm fucking in. All right, let's enough Mando stuff. Let's get into some uh, Christmas story or Christmas toys. So you have a list. Of Top twenty worst. Christmas. Christmas gifts, Ooh, and I these were just uh, this. This is what's his name. This is from. This is from uh, four years ago, so it won't be as familiar to people. So, right. like these stories, you know, maybe you saw, maybe you didn't. What's your music? What you got over there? Give me a sec. I, I can't remember the guy's name. His name is Chris Kringle. Look him up. Ah, got it. Nice. Boom. I'm wondering if it's who I think it is. I don't think so. Is this old school? <laughs> All I can think of is uh, Angela from The Office. Uh, she's talking about Will and Grace. It's so, oh, it's so loud. M- M- I, do like, McCon- I do like when uh, Harry Connick Jr. is Harry on Connick Jr. He's so lovely. Is this him? Yeah. Right. His Christmas album is fucking great, everybody. If you need, it's it's super Vegasy. Yeah, old school crooner, like it. but he's got some like cool um, Z- Zydegoat. You know what Zydegoat is? I don't. Z- Here, I'll play a Zydegoat song. Zydegoat is. <laughs> These are some funny gifts. I can't wait to share them with you. All right, give me the first one. All right, so. The, this is a list called 20 of the worst Christmas gifts people have ever received. <laughs> Number one, and these are tweets and various stories from people. It was a shirt that had, I'm not a gynecologist, but I'll take a look anyway. Oh boy. It was from my stepdad's mom. She knows I want to be a doctor and her English is no bueno. I found it hilarious. Once we translated it to her, she almost cried from embarrassment. I proudly wore it for the rest of the day. Lovely. I like that one. Number yeah, two. It'd be worse if the person knew exactly what that shirt meant, but it's a little better. Like, yeah, it's, it's innocent. Yeah. Uh, number two. I had left some video games in my mom's room. She found them and assumed my dad had bought them as Christmas gifts for me. So for Christmas, I got my own games. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's good. Have you ever gotten re-gifted something like you knew was re-gifted? Yeah, I can't think of it. My but brother did of, it once, of, yeah. But a lot of like white elephant gifts, though. You know what I mean? Like, You're, you remember Creed when he gives the shirt to Jim? <laughs> yeah. He's like, this number. I'm pretty sure he pulled it out of his closet and they cut to Creed. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> I've gotten the shirt that was re-gifted. I saw a thing on Reddit the other day that, you know, the Shamrock keychain that... Um, uh, Oscar, Oscar gives, gives the creed. creed, yeah. But Jim ends up with it, and like in a couple seasons later, he's outside talking with Michael with his car keys, and it's on his car. His That's keychain. so cool. It's still there. It's, love that. I just love that little stuff. 
And it's very characteristic of Jim. He's very yeah. like intentional yeah. with that stuff. All right, number three, a gift card to a lingerie store from my grandma. <laughs> the fucked up part wasn't the gift itself, but the fact that she made my poor 19-year-old brother go in and buy it. As he told it, the conversation went something like this. Cashier, shopping for your girlfriend? Brother, no, my sister. Well, my grandma. <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> this is one of those times where lying is called for. There you go. <laughs> Number four. One Christmas, I got 18 pairs of socks. I was probably 12, and I tried really hard to look grateful and thank my parents. But with each pair I opened, I got progressively more upset. It didn't help my brother was tearing through his toys and video games. I ended up excusing myself to go to the bathroom and started crying. My mom came to get me and asked me what was wrong. She said to stop crying and come back to the living room. She then gave me my real gift, a laptop. The reason I got socks was my mom just wanted me to have something to unwrap because my brother had a lot of cheaper stuff where I had one bigger thing. There you go. Hey, you know what? Don't knock socks. Socks are great. My mom asks me almost every year, what do you want for Christmas? And I tell her, boxers and socks. I'm, I I need them. And I usually don't yeah. go buy them. My, sometimes I do. But it's something every year that, oh, I have boxers and socks coming to me. As you get older, those stuff, that stuff starts to be yeah, cooler, man. too. Like socks, comfy and if it's socks. Like, it sounds like it wasn't like a pack of 18 socks. It was like 18 individuals, individual, which were yeah. probably like nice socks. Like yeah. If you're buying individual pairs of socks. Especially probably, the ones with the print on them. Yeah. I like those. Fuck that That's guy. Cool. <laughs> Crying little emo kids. Number five, my grandma gave me bright red undies with googly eyes on them and an extra piece of black cloth to put your dick inside as the nose. I'm a girl. Ah! <laughs> so I was just thinking that'd be funny if my nana gave me, but that's funny if it was a girl. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. It's really, really funny and embarrassing, but funny. <laughs> uh, number six, I got a book called Coping with Being Adopted from Santa while I was in high school. It was news to me. Whoa. That sucks, right? Dude, that's pretty bad. Number seven, a wooden pop-out playset from my aunt. Recommended age was two to four. I was 14. <laughs> that's pretty good. I've gotten things that are like too young, but I still like them. It has to be the right gift. Yeah. If it's like just little play blocks and kind of lame that's lame but if it's some kind of toy that you remember as a kid that you haven't had and dude this is like, super oh. cool yeah. super soaker or something yeah I don't know. nerf gun dude you're yeah. never too old for a nerf dude, gun did you see the mando nerf gun they came out with i did not and i have to see they it. made his like rifle into a nerf gun that's badass fucking right in time these for kids the nowadays have it so good Ugh. i love these toys give them all socks <laughs> 18 pair number eight this wasn't my gift, but it was the most awkward situation ever. So a few years ago, my grandma had her legs amputated. Don't feel bad. Since then, her health, imp health has improved a ton. Anyway, last Christmas, my aunt bought her socks. It <laughs> was socks. so awful. <laughs> Number nine, my uncle got me a giant block of cement once. He put random things throughout the block and gave me a miniature hammer and chisel. I actually chiseled through the whole thing and found some coins in what appeared to be an arrowhead. My uncle is the strange one in our family. An arrowhead? Yeah. Cool. Inside of the cement block. Cool. 
<laughs> Next. <laughs> Number 10. Three years ago, I got a shake weight Christmas morning. <laughs> when I opened it, my dad laughed and yelled, it's for practice when you get bored in the dorms while making a jacking off hand, hand job gesture in front of my grandparents. Classic. <laughs> That's like a dad move right there. That's a good there. one. I like that one. Number 11. When I was a kid, my grandma heavily favored me over my little sister. One year, she bought me a cool set of Pokemon, which was my absolute favorite thing at the time. She bought my sister a weasel ball, i.e. a toy meant for cats. <laughs> I know exactly what that is. <laughs> I know the weasel ball. I should get one of those for Weasley. Oh, they would freak out. I'm going to check that out. <laughs> they have like remote controlled ones now with your, that connect to your phone. Oh, that's super cool. These kids nowadays. Well, the cats. These, these cats. cats now. Dude, we got our cats gifts too, though. <laughs> Got that got Navi's been laying on a pile of like sheets mm. near the closet. And we're like, I don't want this on the floor anymore. So I bought her this like regal looking bed thing. She likes it. I'm gonna put that. Well, oh. we're gonna give it to her. You're I waiting till yes. Christmas, <laughs> like they know. And then we got Weasley a catnip fish toy because he likes uh, his little fish toy. Nice. All right, number 12. I had mentioned to my uncle one year that I wished I could grow a beard like his. Come Christmas time, my uncle hands me the present he got me. I unwrap it, and what do you know? It's his beard in a Ziploc bag. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Number 13. Every year, my family does a secret Santa on Christmas. When I was about 10, my aunt had to buy me a gift. So Christmas morning, I open my gift, and I find a Christmas sweater along with a pair of my aunt's shit-stained underwear. Apparently, she was doing laundry and <laughs> wrapping gifts at the same time, and the two got mixed up. Oh. That's embarrassing. That is gross. <laughs> Number 14, my sister got a bag of Kroger shredded cheese from my aunt one year. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That is pretty good. Uh, Especially if it's a joke gift. If she was like legitimately like, Merry Christmas, have some cheese. It's like, what the fuck? But that's a Kroger joke gift. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's great. Not even craft? God. Oh. <laughs> Graham's oh, got here, me. Here. This is this is Zydeco. It's like New Orleans. Cajun. Oh, I like it. That's this genre. Zydeco. I like it. Yeah. Graham's got me a douche in a hospital gown that would make a nice dress if someone sewed it all up for me. That was weird. Edit. <laughs> I'm a girl. Grandma also has severe diabetes and dementia. She's loving otherwise. Now she just gives me money instead of gifts. She also thinks nurses are trying to steal her teeth. So there's that. <laughs> That's sweet. Um, number 16. In the late 70s, all the cool kids wore Ocean Pacific brand clothing. Yes. Yeah. We were kind of poor, so my mom and grandma made most of our clothes. My grandma made me pants and hand-stitched the letters O and P on the pockets. Looked nothing like the real thing, and I had to wear them. Ugh. So they were like handmade OP clothes. I mean, I was loving that. I appreciate that. My but. cousin, these are dark. My cousin had died in a drunk driving accident Jeez. a few months before, so my mom got me a breathalyzer keychain. Whoa. <sighs> it wouldn't have been so bad, but the card it came with said it was from my cousin. I see what my mom was trying to do, but that's fucked up in my oh, opinion. God. That's jacked up. Merry Christmas. Talk about trauma. Jesus. Yeah, so Jesus. They, they, so apologize if you're triggered by any of this. That sucks. Um, number 18. I once got a used copy of the Snakes on a Plane soundtrack. <laughs> on later investigation, the disc was cracked. The next year, I received a copy of the movie. I've never expressed an interest in Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> 
two more. 19. My <clears throat> my first Christmas with my wife's family. They have dirty Santa. Her dad takes it seriously and gets adult-themed presents, but he's the only one. I just happened to pick his gift bag. It's a dildo and a porno with anal in the title. It got stolen from me later, but then I showed them all by stealing it back in the last round. Mine's, uh, it sits in my nightstand now, seven years later, and I still poke my wife in the butt and ask her if she wants to try her dad's dildo <laughs> from time to time. That's awful. That's good. I used to, uh, when my Aunt Linda had her bar, the doll hut, we do an annual Christmas um, gift thing. It was only for like friends and family. It was a closed bar kind of thing, but a lot of people showed up. And we do like this massive white elephant gift. And sometimes it was like really cool shit. Like um, Linda would like make like a clock that had like the, the doll hut logo on it. Or like, yeah. They'd have shirts. And sometimes it'd be like boo. A lot of a lot of times if it was booze, if it got stolen on the third time, you open it up and we pass it around kind of thing. But majority of the stuff was like dildos and gross and stuff. Gross yeah. stuff. And, and I'm doing it when I'm like 10. Like they let me to choose a gift. And so I go around and like I touch something. Go, oh, no. That's booze. No, don't do that one. Oh, no, don't do that one. No, don't it's do It's like almost none of them. Yeah, so I'd have to like, well, which ones can I choose, guys? But I remember it being like, it's funny. what's a dildo? Yeah. That Last reminds one. me of South Park. What? What's a dildo? Is that it's a- just one of the first oh. episodes. Number 20. <laughs> I was dating this girl. She knew I was self-conscious about my teeth. I have fluorosis. I don't know what that is. So I wouldn't smile very much. When I did, I'd try really hard to hide my teeth. Well, this girl's family bought me a toothbrush. It even had my name on it. Wow. Woo. So those are the worst gifts it's some like people have gotten. It's like if you had really bad acne and you're, they bought you acne cream. Yeah, it's, that's bad. It's like, come on. Those are pretty bad. I hope uh, everyone else doesn't have bad gifts this year. I think I did pretty good this year. I, some some years I wait the last minute and some aren't the best, but I think I I did pretty good this year. What about you? Do you think you got some good? I think gifts? I did well. Yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna do gifts on this episode, but some I think like a lot of people, some of the gifts haven't come in. Yeah, because it's hard to order them. And get and them I was mentioning to you, I don't really like wrap wrapping paper myself. Like receiving it, it's, what else am I gonna do? I guess I have. But to you wrap. like to be creative. But with I don't it, like yeah. waste. I don't like spending five ten dollars on fucking paper that someone's gonna rip up and throw in the trash. Two seconds later, it just seems ridiculous to me. But I figured out a kind of clever way, and I bought something that is going to be the gift's going to be inside, but you can reuse kind of. Nice. Thing. We'll see. I, I'm really excited about It'll it. It'll be fun. Cool. Um, you want some music to lend us out? Thanks everyone for listening. Again. No, hey. we still got. We still got. Wait, 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 wait. What? We still have to talk about toys that we would want from movies. Uh, dude, let's do it next up, next week. We're already like way over. And I, Madlibs. I got to get out of here. Let's do it next week. You got it. We st- we, sp- we spoke a lot on Mandalorian. I didn't think we were going to talk that much on it. But uh, that was good, though. 20 gifts. We talked a lot about Christmas, playing Christmas music. Well, um, Christmas. Oh, no, I'm working on Christmas Eve. We'll just do it. Next Sunday. We'll be, it's, yeah, it's all holiday season. It's fine. Post Christmas episode. All right, here we go. You're up. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. We know you, there's so many podcasts out there that you can listen to, and just appreciate. And, you we know, wish you a merry Christmas. Uh, Weezer. Yep. Good one. Um, and I don't expect everyone to listen to every episode. I, if I wasn't doing this show, I wouldn't listen to every episode of our show. I, you know, I don't listen to every 
Rogan. I pick and choose, but yeah. hopefully you listen to this one. Check um, it out. Wrap us up, but I wanted to mention again, our secret code word is in a previous episode. If you go listen, and I'll give you a hint, it's at the end of one of the episodes. If you message us, email us, Instagram, Facebook, and tell us the secret code word, we're going to send you a package full of just free shit, bunch of stuff. So figure it out, everybody. What's up? Go check us out, sososcrutiny.com. Our website, we have merch. We got other stuff, cool stuff on there. More stuff coming in 2021. Yeah, more stuff coming in the upcoming year. And then um, go ahead and like us on Instagram, Facebook, follow us. Um, spread Indivi- the word, tell a friend. And individuals, we're, our individual Instagram tags are on are on our uh, social scrutiny page. The, yeah. the Stocksy, I'm Robert Arthur Main. Yep. And then make sure that you take care of yourselves this holiday and enjoy each other's company. Love it. Um, stay safe. Be smart about where you're going, what you're doing. <laughs> you're almost going to do a What's Your Position podcast. It actually goes, stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy. <laughs> stay sexy, everybody. I'm already yeah. sexy, so I'm good. Yeah, damn right you are. Um, we love y'all, and we look forward to the, re- the you know, we got the New Year episode coming on yeah, next weeks, up, too. Next, next week, we'll do some more Christmas stuff, but then maybe we'll do some beginning of the year some stuff. After. We'll think about it. After the Maybe holidays. a guest. I'm trying to get more guests on. It's just hard yeah. sometimes. Especially during these situations. Yeah. But we wish you the best. Um, have a great holiday. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, have a great holiday. Hail Satan. Hail Satan, you know, all that. <laughs> <laughs> we love y'all. It's been So So Scrutiny. I'm Corey. I'm Robert. See ya.
took him home for Christmas. Mm -hmm.